Hey, listeners, just a reminder that the history of everything sex is for mature audiences, so listen with discretion. And don't forget, we're ready for suggestions, ideas, stories, whatever you want to tell us. Just email us at thehistoryofsexpod at gmail.com. Thanks! Hello, Miss Terry. Hello, Miss Melinda. How are you? Oh, I am so good. How are you? Good. I'm fantastic. Wonderful. Would you like to say you're welcome? Uh, Yes. Welcome to the history of everything. Six. Oh, okay. That's it. That was quite the ending there. Thank you. I'm like a sitcom. Anticlimactic. I know. Uh, I am so excited that we're doing your episode tonight. My episode, I know. I have no idea. You have no idea. I can't wait. And you inspired me Uh (laughs) with the last episode with Casanova. Okay. Um, I was like, instantly, light bulb went off. I'm like, okay, Okay. I like where she's going with this. Okay. So I'm going to give you a hint by reading you what IMDB describes this person as. Okay. And then I want you to guess who it is. Okay. okay? I'm ready. Yes. Enduring, strong featured, and genial star of U.S. cinema started off in TV westerns in the 60s. Carved his name into the 1970s and 80s popular culture as a sex symbol, posing nearly naked for Cosmopolitan magazine, and on screen as both a rugged action figure and then as a wisecracking southern type of good old boy. So it's one of three. I'm going to go with Robert Redford. No. John Wayne. No. Paul Newman. No! Is I have Reynolds? Reynolds. Of course, it's Burt Reynolds. I, I know. I, like, I know. I just, I'm, so, I'm, I'm shocked that you didn't. That you I, didn't get it. You're right. I yeah. I, yeah. I should have. I think I've mentioned Burt Reynolds' name. You have in thirty <laughs> to fifty percent of the of the podcasts of the episodes. I've you're, said. You're I've right. said Burt Reynolds. <laughs> So, because you did Casanova, and when you did Casanova, you said, um, we're going to do, we're going to talk about the world's best lover or whatever. Didn't I say Burt Reynolds? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. I did. Yep. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, who, you know, you know, his uh, family life a little bit. Okay. Um, college, and we're going to talk about film and TV. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to talk about his love life. Mm-hmm. And then we have a game at the end. I love it. So it's probably not going to be super long or anything. Okay. And I'm really trying to stick with reading stuff because, <laughs> you know, I don't land the plane very well. So I want to, you know, not bore anyone. Oh, no. I, uh, you could never. I could never bore you could anyone. never bore anyone. Okay. Um. So let's get started. This Please. is... Burton Leon Reynolds. Get out of here. I never knew nope. it was Burton. I know, right? Okay. He was born on February 11th, 1936. Yeah. He is an Aquarius. I think, well, 
just like I'm an Aquarius. He's mm -hmm. his birthday's a few days before mine, mm -hmm. a few years later. <laughs> but um or a few days early, earlier than mine. Uh maybe that's why I feel a little connected to him. Most likely. Yeah, most likely. I'm sure. Um to Harriet and she went by Fern, I think it was a middle name thing. And Burton Milo Reynolds. <laughs> okay. Um, and his dad went by Milo. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if Bert ever went by Leon. So they would be like, here comes Fern, Bert, and Milo. Yes. It sounded like the Muppets were coming. Right. <laughs> it it kind of does. You're right. <laughs> and then he had an older sister named Nancy. And yeah, I of kept, course he did. <laughs> I, when I was looking up things, um, I was like, they, I would see things where it mentioned a brother named James. Mm -hmm. I could not find any proof of that he had a brother named James. So and there's maybe, another maybe thing not. that was kind of like I couldn't find proof on either. I don't know okay. if proof is the right thing. Mm -hmm. um, so his dad um, was in the U.S. Army. Um, the uh, His mom didn't love it so much. I mean, she supported, you know, his you know choices but it you know there's a lot of travel you know mm -hmm. military absolutely you know, a lot of travel that comes with it and you know before bert was born the, you know the great depression was going on and so then he's like dad's traveling and he's in the military and i never could find what fern did mm -hmm. like maybe she wasn't able to do anything you know correct caring for children i don't know but his dad when he retired from the u.s army he was a colonel Okay. And he was awarded several medals for his service during the Normandy invasion, as well as the Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> My grandfather was in the Battle oh, yeah. of the Bulge. Really? Yes. He I think, may I think have... Battle of the Bulge is the funniest Isn't name it? for a, yeah. I know, because I, I think, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. My grandpa may have fought right next to Burt Reynolds' dad. Your, da your grandpa and Milo. There you go. They, they could have been uh, foxhole buddies or whatever. Milo and Orland. Oh my goodness! <laughs> they could have done a spinoff series. I'm Milo sad. and Orland, the Battle of the Bulge, starring <laughs> Milo and Orland. Um, but I did put he 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 next to Battle of the Bulge. Um, so she, but Vern is known for saying that if he had stayed in the army and become a general, they would have. They probably would have. Uh, not have stayed married. Gotcha. So it must have been quite a strain. Mm -hmm. um, so when he retired, they moved to Riviera Beach, Florida, where Milo eventually became the chief of police. So, oh. so here you got Bert mm -hmm. and you've got a military colonel turned police chief. So mm -hmm. there was a lot of machismo, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. um, Bert is he has been known to say that his dad never told me that he loved me but he oh. knew he did okay and then he said um he really respected what his dad did like the fact that his dad was in law enforcement and was in the army mm -hmm. um but his dad never really he he his dad was always hoped that he would give up the acting bug gotcha you know what i mean one thing that I didn't look up, I've always kind of wondered how tall he was. Oh, how are you going to tell me he's 1.8 meters? <laughs> God, come on. I don't, don't want to know that. Oh, he's 5'11". 
Really? Yeah, I thought he was going to be like 6'3 or something. What's up, Shody? Back to the important stuff, military and all that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, did you know that he was uh, a very, very good athlete? I did not know that. Did you know that? During 10th grade at Palm Beach High School, Reynolds was named first team All-State and All-Southern as a fullback. Now, there were other places that I read that he was a halfback. Okay. Same difference. Okay. I, yeah, it's okay. It's a back. It's a back. He is a back. a back. He's a back. Mm-hmm. And he received multiple scholarship offers, and he ended up settling on Florida State, which not too shabby yeah um yeah right exactly um he had a great football uh great year his freshman year but then he um got he injured his knee Mm. during the first game his sophomore year oh and then later that year lost his spleen and injured his other knee in a really bad car accident i thought you were gonna Um, say just he lost his spleen he lost his spleen like where's the spleen right yeah Yeah, i came home one morning and it was just gone yeah okay (laughs) so you know that probably would have been less painful than the car accident that (laughs) so he um so he didn't return to the university for almost two years um Mm -hmm. but he did keep going to the to the junior college when Burt Reynolds returned to Florida State in 1957, he rejoined the football team, but just was never himself again. So yeah. um, they ended up losing to North Carolina State on October 12th of 1957, and the next day he was like, I'm done with football. Um, and then he left college hmm. and decided to go to New York City and be an actor. So that's okay. probably why, you know, you know, his dad probably was a little disappointed. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so he worked at restaurants and in clubs and stuff like that. And he would get a, um, uh, you know, he would do some theater, um, stuff like that. And occasionally he'd get on like a TV spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was spotted in a New York City production of Mr. Roberts. I've never heard of, but no, me neither. Um, and so he was spotted during that, and they uh, signed him to a TV contract. Oh wow! And then he had reoccurring roles in Gunsmoke. Like I think that was probably like one of the bigger ones. You know, like kind of like the iconic, yeah, um, things. Um, and then there was Riverboat after that and then he had a series called hawk now i'm not gonna he's been in so many movies and sure TV. i can't you just can't right and we're talking about sex right right <laughs> of so, course we are um so his breakthrough role was in 1972 do you know what that would be it was a thriller a thriller i wasn't mm-hmm. expecting that it was no. con- it's, it was considered a thriller Nope, I have no idea. Smoking a Bandit. No. Debbie Does Dallas. No. No. I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. Near, 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 near. Oh, the, 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 it starts with a D. It's the, 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 um, they're in the, they're in the derelict. They're in the banjo. I hear the banjo. That's a pretty mouth. That's a. Yes. Squeal like a pig. Discovery. What's it? called um hold on 
Deliverance. Deliverance. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Really? <laughs> That yes. was that okay. That was his breakthrough. That was his breakthrough. Um, it was directed by John Borman, okay. who cast him simply by seeing him on a talk show. Nice. Um, and then uh, Bert said, "It's the first time I haven't had a script with Paul Newman's and Robert Redford's fingerprints all over it. So this is something, <laughs> something new. Where you know, because he was friends with Paul Newman and Robert Redford, so they would." you know they did you know westerns and shit together mm-hmm. so this was someone coming to him you know what mm-hmm. i mean so it was, i think it was a pretty big deal he said i've waited 15 years to do a really good movie okay i made so many bad pictures i was never able to turn anyone down he's not see he's an aquarius exactly yeah he's afraid to disappoint he says yes anybody. to everything yes mm-hmm. and so he's known to say that the greatest curse in hollywood is to be a well-known unknown okay he had a lot of, and I couldn't even include them all, just little <laughs> things that he'd say. He's very witty. I think I would have liked him. <laughs> I think so. And I think we'd have been buddies. Yeah. I uh, me, him, and Chris Farley. Right. I just, I'm just convinced of it. Sounds like a good damn time to me right yep, there. Yeah, exactly. The three of you and tacos. Yep. That would make, I, that would be, that would be. Perfect cool. Tuesday night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so another turning point in his career was when he made um, a car chase film um, and that was called White Lightning in oh. 1973. Did you okay. ever see it? Nope. It sounds familiar to me, but I'm pretty sure I haven't seen it. Hmm. So, so another one of his quotes is that this movie was the beginning of a whole series of films made in the South, about the South, and for the South. Mm-hmm. You could make back the cost of whatever was in the negative in Memphis, Tennessee, <laughs> alone, and then anything anything outside of that was just gravy. There I you could go. See him saying that just just gravy, just gravy. Yeah. So car chase films would be his most profitable thing, uh, mm-hmm. genre of movies. Um, you know, be, be probably the most famous, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, you called the thriller. Smoking the bandit, smoking the bandit, <laughs> uh, which which had uh, Sally Field in it, of course, mm-hmm. um, and and just a great a great cast, um, and it took in over a hundred million dollars at the bo- box office in the seventies in nineteen seventy seven. Wow, hundred million dollars. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. Um, that film's success was followed by Smoking the Bandit two, and Smokey the Bandit, three, three, get, get out yep. of here. Nailed and it. then there was another movie, and I remember seeing this. Um, see, my dad used to take we had, on his weekends. He'd always take us to, you know, Clint Eastwood movies. Mm-hmm. I saw all the Dirty Harrys. I saw all the Smokey and the Bandits, and you know, uh, Cannonball Run. Oh yes, yes. And it's star packed. And I'm telling you, Dom DeLuise. Hmm. Anything with Jim Neighbors in it. Do you know what I'm saying? Just yep. He's really just wholesome, brings back memories. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did a lot of, you know, race racing flicks. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Okay. Animated films. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, his voice is so distinctive for yeah. Ronald's, in my opinion. Sure. I always thought, always, I was convinced. I would have bet. I would have bet big money. Had I, if I had the money, I would have bet big money in my confidence okay. in the fact that he played Doc. That he'd voiced Doc Hudson in the show in the movie Cars. And 
He did. Did he? He didn't. I mean, he had a mustache and everything. I'm pretty sure his bumper looked like a mustache. The car. You know what I'm saying? He was the. Uh Did you see it? Sure. I did, but I don't remember. He was the judge. He was the judge. Okay. Right. And then he found out that he was. And he goes, You're Doc Hudson. Because that's my Owen Wilson impersonation. Uh I I know who you are. You're Doc Hudson. Oh my. Wow. That's pretty good. That's a pretty that good impersonation. Pretty good. I really hope I can't wait to hear it yeah. um, afterwards. But uh, I can't do Burt's. But I thought for sure that was Burt Reynolds. Nope, it was Paul Newman. Really? Yes. I'm looking through the filmography. I'm like, they didn't say cars. And I looked it up. I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, I was wrong. Good um, thing you didn't bet that money. I'm glad. Yeah. Right. At the oh. end of 1973. Um, Reynolds was voted into the list of the 10 most popular box office stars in the U.S. Fascinating. He was, he was, he was number four in the top oh, 10, and yeah. he was on that list until 84. Wow. So he, you know, um, so there's, you know, in the early 80s, he did some, uh, there was a, it was a strong performance that he did in a violent police film called Sharky's Machine. I've heard of it, but I know I I've heard seen of it, it too, and yeah. I have not seen it either. I've not seen it. He mm-hmm. also directed that. It said, "Oh, okay." And then he starred with. Well, I'm not going to tell you who he starred with. He starred in his next movie with Dolly Parton. Yes. Was it um, the best little whorehouse? Yes. Did yes. you ever see it? I have watched quite a bit of it because okay. you said I had to. Because I so said you I had to probably watch watched, you know, like fifty percent of it. Right. Well, clips here, clips there, kind of like mm-hmm. I get, I get it. So I knew, <laughs> you know, obviously I knew of, uh, you know, because weekends with dad, I knew mm-hmm. who Burt Reynolds was, and I knew, you know, but mm-hmm. I, it's that was probably my favorite movie with him in it, or that's yeah. my fa- his that's my favorite role that he's played in my. It's yeah. just my opinion. Is he's such a goofball in, in it? He's such a goofball, but he's so yeah. damn. He's so sexy, right? He's right. So, and this the chemistry <laughs> between between him and Dolly Parton is yep. incredible. Yeah, and um, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody watched the best little horse in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, that was in eighty two, um, and. And then he did a, you know, just a few. Oh, Stroke Race was another race. That mm-hmm. was a race movie that I that I was trying to think of. Okay, he did. Um, now there were some movies that were flops. So then you know you start to kind of fall off the mm-hmm. the map a little bit. And um, so you know, movie audiences weren't as you know crazy about him. So he went to TV and did a, a couple things on TV. Um, BL Striker. And evening shade, and I remember hearing the evening sh- hearing of evening shade, and I think he was a um, like a football coach or an ex football star or something like that. Okay, in, in evening shade, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. and he won an Emmy for that. Uh, the longest yard mm-hmm. was a movie that from seventy two or seventy four, and um, he was in that too. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh. And then they remade The Longest Yard. Okay. With Adam Sandler, I believe. Mm. Yeah, years later, Chris Rock, maybe. I don't know. It sounds right. I could be wrong. Owen Wilson. Okay. I never was in The Longest Yard. What are you talking about, man? No, that <laughs> sounds like 
What are you talking about? That's a Muppet. I don't know who that was. I just did. Sorry. Sorry, Lightning McQueen. <laughs> anyway. Um, then in 1996. Okay. Was his, like, comeback. Okay. Okay. And he played a drunken politician. Do you know what movie? I have no idea. Now, the movie, the movie was popular, but it didn't do that great. Uh-huh. At the box office, but his performance was great, and no Demi Moore's performance was great, as far as like dancing. Oh, it was um, strip not striptease. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Oh, was it? Yes. Okay. Striptease. Yep. I did not know he was in there. Yes, and then probably my second favorite <laughs> character, he played the charming porn director. Jack Horner in the 1997 movie. Uh, Bruce Gigolo, male Ligolo. No, 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 no. It was the other one. It was <laughs> oh my the God, one... you just said I Bruce? Know. Bruce? I don't know. Bruce Bigolo, male yeah. Gigolo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Dingolo. Lord. Um, no, it was probably the one with Marky Mark. Or yes. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. I got it. Yep. Bruce Bigolo. Bruce Diggolo. Bruce Diggolo. That's even better. That's what I'm going to say from now on. Dingolo or something. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, yeah. You got to keep me straight. Yeah. So, okay. Let me get back to Boogie Nights. You've okay. Seen, please tell me you've seen Boogie Nights. I have. I watched it after you and I talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> Telling you all the I finally watch. watched it. Yeah. I love Boogie Nights. I love. I his, don't I doubt love, that. I love his performance in it, too. Mm-hmm. It's my second favorite performance. Mm-hmm. Um, but Boogie Nights is one of my favorite movies. I think it's so great. Yeah. But he did get a Best Supporting Actor nomination for that. Very nice. And then Wikipedia says, like the phoenix from the ashes. Oh, shit. Reynolds was re- resurrected into popularity. And the thing is, is you have all these people that didn't know, like these these new these new fans that are like, oh, there's this great movie. Or this right. is great. Let's see. Let me find a. There's this great movie, uh, you know, about with Marky Mark's penis and he's, you know, porn, porn, you know, whatever. And this director, blah, blah, And the, the parents are probably like, yeah, I mean, Smokey and the Bandit. Right. Deliverance, you know what I mean? So, it, yeah. you know, they they start to, you know, the younger generations start to figure out who he is. And he did a few things. Um, he was... Uh, he was Boss Hog in the Dukes of Hazard remake. That I know. Okay, so you watched it. You watched it. Yes, I could have. I could have called that one. Yep. Yeah, and so um, then there was a, a movie called Pups. Don't I never mm-hmm. even heard of that? Driven. Mm-hmm. Nope. Time of the Wolf. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, but in 1999, he was in my third favorite movie with <laughs> Burt Reynolds in it. Okay. This movie's called Mystery Alaska. Nope. And it's about a town called Mystery. Okay. In, in Alaska. Alaska. Okay. Yep, it's in Alaska. It's about All a right. hockey it's about a hockey team. Oh. And the hockey team. Now here's the thing. The reason I even watched that movie, I had no idea Burr Reynolds was in it. <laughs> is because of Russell Crowe. Okay. Because I love me some Russell Crowe. And there this is go. this is long haired Russell Crowe. Uh-huh. 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 Man. <laughs> yeah. So 
great movie. He plays like um, he's he's the judge, I think. And, and you know what? That's probably why I thought his, he was he was the judge in Cars because he was <laughs> the judge was in the, this movie. In yeah, mystery. He, was, he was the judge, and he was a um, he was like the old uh, coach back in the day. Oh, okay. The the hockey coach. So what okay. ends up happening in Mystery Alaska? They're this hockey team. They play with less number of players than they normally do. And they've, they've had this team for, they've had this game that happens. I think it's on Sundays, every Sunday for a hundred years. I don't know. It's okay. not a hundred years, but sure. it could be 50 years or whatever. They've okay. played every Sunday. They play on a lake, basically. Mm-hmm. What I mean, that they clean off and, um, you know, and they're all people from the town and they have, there's a board and the board has to vote in who still gets to stay on the team and who maybe is benched and who gets to join the team. Oh my. There can only be, yeah, it's a good movie. I think you would really like it. Mm. It's funny. It's a funny movie. Okay. It's funny. And Russell yeah. Crowe's in it. Okay. So he um, plays, he was like the coach back in the day. So what happens is Hank Azaria, another great actor who I love, um, He's like the guy that moved away from Mystery Alaska and he became this sports writer and okay. he did a, he did a pay, he did an article. Well, once the New York Rangers saw this article about the, you know, the Eskimos in Mystery Alaska that play this game every, you know, it's a ritual. Uh, the New York, Yan- the New York Yankees. Nope. Not the Yankees. The Rangers mm-hmm. decide they want to come play them on their ice. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So this becomes a big thing. Kind of like, mm-hmm. well, shit, we need to be, tip top and then people are like we don't want to do this because we don't need the publicity and right. then they're going to make fun of us right you know what i mean whatever yeah anyway i love burt reynolds's uh burt reynolds's i love his you know character and i love his performance he does a great job but what he does <laughs> so uh, he does a slow clap oh, okay do you know what that is yeah, when you clap, like right, like, and of course he's got leather gloves on because he's outside, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you know this whatever happens, and you just he just stands up and does a. Uh huh. I'm like, not the slow. This movie was perfect. Uh-huh. It was corny and campy. You didn't have to throw the slow clap in. So I wish he hadn't done the slow clap. Okay. But you know. I digress. So otherwise, then, so the otherwise it's a great movie. You should watch it. I yeah. think your family would like it because it's sport. It's got sports yeah. and whatever. Okay. I mean, well, maybe. Uh, yes. Now the last maybe. thing that he, like literally the last thing he ever did, there's a Quentin Tarantino movie called once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes. Did you see it? No, but you saw it. And yes. I remember when you saw it, because yes. then you came back and you told me all about all it. All about it, day. right. I remember. Okay. Yep. Yes. So a great movie. Yes. Um, and in the movie, it's based on the um, killings. killings of the... The Manson family. The Manson family murders. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Roman so, Palavala. Yes, 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 yes. Yep. <laughs> Robert Polanski. Yep, that's guy. Yes, yep. it was at his house. But and Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate, yes. Yep. Um, so it's based on that, you know, okay. and George Spawn was the ranch hole, the ranch owner that, that let, he was an older man, old man, mm-hmm. and he let the Manson family stay there. Okay. Right. So Bruce Dern played that part in that movie, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, Burt Reynolds had read for it. Uh, I don't I know see. that he had the part, mm-hmm. but 
I don't know if he technically had it, had it, but he was reading for the part um, and he died that night. Oh, yeah. So Tarantino is known to say the last acting that Burr Reynolds ever did was my film, even okay. though he didn't get to. You know what I mean? OK, Quinn, yeah. it's not about you. Right. Go look at feet pictures. Yeah. Calm Leave down. Cutie. Calm mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, but I thought that was interesting. So he uh, is cardiac arrest um, September 6, 2018 in Jupiter, Florida. Oh, yeah. He was 82. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, you know, he's definitely known as one of the most Hollywood's most resilient stars. Mm-hmm. He continually surprised all with his ability to weather both personal and career hurdles and his in his almost 60 years in front of the camera. Wow. That's all. Yeah. And um, he had a staying ability and acting talent and he appealed to audiences, you know, especially to Terry. Especially to me. I mm-hmm. love me some Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. He's, and it wasn't even, oh, and you know, he did that Cosmopolitan spread mm-hmm. where he was on a bearskin rug mm-hmm. and just totally naked, but he had his, you know, junk covered. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was very controversial. And he really wanted to do it. And like his managers and stuff didn't want him to do it. Okay. Yeah, because it, so he, Ended up eventually saying that he regretted the decision to do that, that bearskin cosmopolitan mm-hmm. spread. Um, I think that he felt like it kind of um, maybe had a, had a, had a part in maybe him not getting certain roles or something. Hmm. But I think the, the thing, the thing that his agents and stuff didn't want to do it for is because it, it was the same year that deliverance was out and oh. you know, deliverance is a very uh, cringy sexual, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so now he's, you know, I think right. they thought that it would, you know, so he regretted it. Don't regret it, Bert. Don't regret it. We appreciated we it. Exactly. We do not, we do not regret it. <clears throat> so the next thing we're going to talk about um, is, the women in his life. Okay, good. I'm now, glad you might that. think that this is going to take a long time. It's not going to take a long time. Okay. Um, I'm just going to talk about the main women that were in his life. Okay. Um, Just touch on touch on them. I'm not going to touch them. Well, touch on hmm. them. with consent. So with consent. So mm-hmm. the first like um, famous person, her name was Lori Nelson. And she was like a screen queen actress from the... Uh, the 50s um mm-hmm. she was best known for her work in revenge of the creature which sounds like the most generic mm-hmm. scream flick you know what i mean but um i would have watched it, it on replay yes yeah yes. i probably would have too i would have <laughs> loved it yep. um they didn't get married um i think they got along really well they never got married and he says um or it's known that he really didn't like he was fighting the urge to get married when he'd get involved with people. It was like he really just marriage wasn't really a thing that he wanted to do. Okay. Um, but then he got together with Judy Carn, who is um <clears throat> she's most known for um Rowan and Martin's Laugh In. Do you remember that show? Mm-mm, no. It's um kind of like a Saturday Night Live. It's a skit comedy. Mm-hmm. show um she but then she would she had like um uh cameos and and appearances in gidget i dream of genie and the patty duke show okay um 
they got married and they were they were uh not married for a long time and then she just became Burt Reynolds' wife. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. like she was an actress and a comedian, but then it kind of whatever. Um, and she was known as the socket to me girl on Laughing. I really don't know a whole lot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um she did get legal troubles and financial troubles later when you know they'd been divorced and I think um was having probably not the best life and she reached out to him when he became famous with like Smokey and the Bandit and and he never returned her call. So Oh wow. I don't know. There must have been something there. Mm-hmm. Um there was a Swedish actress named Inger Stevens, um, romantically linked to him. Um it was just kind of a whirlwind kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh Mamie Van Doren. I'm sure you've heard of her. You've heard I have name. heard the name. Mm-hmm. Right. She's an American actress and sex sing- sex symbol. Kind of reminds me of like a Mae West looking. Okay. You know, what's happening? Oh. You know, like, mm-hmm. hello, big boy. Oh, <laughs> kind of like Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, like a Jessica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, but she's known to say she she wasn't impressed with the time that she spent with him. Um, she compared Burt Reynolds to a fast food joint. Oh, shut the fuck up. Characterizing him characterizing him as high on jive but low on substance. Don't do that. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Leave my man alone. Right. Leave my best friend Burt Reynolds alone. <laughs> um, so then he dated a Japanese American actress, Miko Mayama. Hmm. Uh, and they really had um uh you know a good a good time together okay. uh but he ended up meeting the next person i'm going to tell you about and he which he calls one of the greatest loves that he's ever had mm-hmm. and so he met this other person and told uh um you know miko miko that he immediately fell in love with this person i can't deny the feelings um, he came home after meeting this person and said, I'm in love with someone else. Here's my beach house. I'm going to give you $500 a week and a convertible Cadillac. Hit the brick. Hit and the bricks, you know what kid. she did? She moved out. She accepted it, moved out the well, same day. Yeah. Bye. Right. Right. So this, who was this woman? Sally Field. No, I thought for sure that's what who was going to be as well. Well, who is it then? Dinah Shore. No, it's not. It was Dinah Shore. And she's. She was 20 years older than him. Oh, my gosh. Um, so she was a singer, TV personality. Um, they dated in the 70s. I guess he was on her variety show. Okay. I can't. I just, I don't know. She just, that just seems like a strange pairing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so he had said at one time that there's nobody better of Dinah Shore. I've never heard her say anything bad about anybody else ever. I don't know how she did it. He also said that he thought of her as he did of Sally Field, another great love of his life. Mm-hmm. He said, I moved on from them much too soon, and they probably moved on a little too late. And I think <laughs> okay. to me, that's a, I mean, right? Yeah. That's a very deep thing to especially be able to say about yourself and to admit mm-hmm. about yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I moved I moved on, and they stayed too long, mm-hmm. basically what he's saying. Yeah. Um, after Dinah Shore, there was Lorna Luft. Um 
uh, she was Judy Garland's daughter. One of Judy Garland's daughters. Okay, I was gonna say that was Liza yeah. Minnelli. Yeah, that they were half sisters. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see, and and I guess Liza Minnelli helped, um, Bert woo his sister or her, her sister. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Now, if he wooed his own sister, that'd be a whole right. That would show. be different. Nancy <laughs> and him or not. Yeah. Um. So, uh, left. Um. I had an autobiography and she said about Burt Reynolds that we were on the cover of every tabloid in America. Burt dumps Dinah for a 20 year old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, see, they're still doing stuff like that. So the country singer, Tammy Wynette, they dated a little bit. Um, Here's another, this one surprised me. Chris Everett, the tennis player. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Um, she it's just a a strange kind of a strange kind of thing yeah Um, like i could see them like arm wrestling right they don't yeah i don't know Hmm. um she had a hard time meeting guys that she that weren't threatened by her because right you know, she's just an athlete. Sure. Um, but she said that um, that he uh, he didn't treat her that way, and he didn't. Yeah, um, that he 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 admired her for what she did and wasn't wasn't threatened by her. Nice. Um, uh, and she is known to say that a girl goes through a time in her life when an older, wiser man is very appealing. And very good for her. She said, if Bert likes you, he takes really good care of you. Successful women aren't a threat to him. And I think that's what attracted me to him. Okay. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know how to say this girl. This um, She's a French actress, so I'm not good with French words. Catherine Denevois. That sounds very French a to sachet. me. Yep. Um, yeah. She was a French actress. She was in the uh, movie Hustle with him. Um, they had an off-screen affair. Uh, that brings us to, we only have like a couple more left. Um, that brings us to the person who he claims is the love of his life, Sally Field. Sally. Mm-hmm. And they met on Smokey and the Bandit in 77. They began dating. They starred in four films together and remained together for nearly five years before calling it quits. Um, USA Today reports that in his memoir, Reynolds referred to their failed relationship as the biggest regret of my life. He blamed himself for not making it work. He said, I would have been better when I was grown up and more mature. I was pretty wild. Um, Sally Field has been known to say that he was a lot of fun and the worst thing for me type mm-hmm. thing and i think it was he him not being able to settle down and mm-hmm. whatever another actress i didn't know he was sarah fawcett i didn't know that but i can absolutely see oh, i that can totally happening. see it mm-hmm. yep the two sex symbols got to get together they were in cannonball run okay and i think that's just where they're just kind of like romantically linked okay now the next one i was actually surprised about too <laughs> 
I mean, kind of, but not really. And I guess maybe it's because I thought this actress had been with the guy that she's with her entire life. And that doesn't make sense because I think she has children by other people. So I don't know why I thought. So can you guess? It's it's one of the most famous, like her and her partner, dude. um, Because I don't think they're married. Is it? Oh, I was going to say Cher, but obviously they're not married Mm. because Sonny's dead. Um, Very famous actor and actress that have been together for, I don't even know how long. I don't even know how long. I should look that up next. I I have no idea. Uh, Goldie Hawn. Oh. And Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I don't think they've ever been married, though. I thought. No, they're not. They're not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just thought. I just. So I'm like, time wise, how did you meet Kurt? (laughs) Right. I got you. You know what I mean? Um, but they were in the movie uh, "Best Friends" together, Hmm. and reportedly dated. Okay. Um. Now, um, Goldie Hawn did say when Burt died that there is only one Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. One. I loved our time, our laughs, and our fun. Now your angels will giggle at your silly jokes as they hold you lightly as you rest, dear one. Which I thought oh. that was sweet. Yeah. And I didn't read what Sally said when he died. Is There are times in your life that are so in that, in, indelible, mm-hmm. they never fade away. They stay alive. Even 40 years later, my years with Bert never leave my mind. He will be in my history and in my heart for as long as I live. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. sweet. Yeah. I can't believe that took me up. And then she said, rest, buddy. Oh, that's sweet. So let's go on to not such a good relationship. Do you know who he was most famously married to? No, I just thought it was Sally Field. Yeah, they were never married. Yeah. No, I don't yeah, know. He was only married twice. The first was the laugh-in girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, suck it to you, girl, or whatever. You're, I'm going to say it, and you're going to go, oh, yeah. Okay. Lonnie Anderson. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know yeah. that. Yeah. So um, they were they were married from 88 to 93, so not long. They right. did adopt a son, Quentin. He's actually named Quentin Anderson Reynolds, which I think is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, they had a very messy divorce. Oh. There was some um, uh, allegations of, like, abuse and stuff like that. Oh. He said, when when uh, to People Magazine, he said that the marriage to Lonnie was a really dumb move on oh. his part. Damn. He said, I should have known you don't marry an actress. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like the only dated actresses. Right, so. right. Um, it took them 22 years to several to sever all financial ties. Oh my god! Yeah, um, they were only married for five years. Yeah, I know. Shh. He d- he does say he regrets the marriage. He said, "I've had an affair on set with two women in 50 years: Sally Field and my ex-wife Lonnie Anderson. I should have married the first one and not the second one." Yikes! Yeah, he I think pretty much. And then the the last uh, woman that he was with, or I mean, or, you know, linked to, um, was uh, she was a former cocktail waitress, waitress Pamela Seals. Hmm. Now Anderson blames Seals for the for the, and maybe I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. he was with Seals, and that's why him and Lonnie didn't work out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they um their relationship came to an end in 2005 um reynolds accused her of trying to blackmail him Damn. by spreading false rumors about physical and verbal abuse and pre- pre- prescription medication abuse um um yeah so there's our sex symbol that and i don't know you know i don't know that he was really considered a sex symbol you know oh, I, mean? I think I, he I is think so you know what i mean oh um, yeah so <laughs> now now what we're gonna do is we're gonna uh, okay owen okay how about some movie roles burt reynolds turned down okay all right so yeah. i've got a list some of them okay. are real they're all real movie roles or tv sure roles. sure some of them he turned down some of them he didn't turn down some of them were never offered some of them weren't well i don't no yes 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 okay i got yeah. you i'm gonna say the character <laughs> the name of the movie mm-hmm. and you tell me yes he was offered it or and he turned it down or no he wasn't got it okay? yes okay First one. Okay. Han Solo in Star Wars. No, he was not offered that. Yes, he was. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. And it was, he says he knew that it was a mistake, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. he, um, he wasn't into sci-fi. Oh, I don't. Yep. I get that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah, that's funny. And right, and and there were other ones too, but Run, Burt Reynolds was just one of them to turn it down. Wow. Um, and then Harrison Ford got it, which yes. you know what? Nobody else could, could have. Played nobody it. else could have played it. Correct. Okay. How about uh, James Bond? In this particular movie, it was on Her Majesty's Secret Service, which I had never even heard of. Uh, I'm gonna go with no. Yes. No, Burt Reynolds is not even close to being a James. I know. And the thing is, is so Sean Connery retired. So they had to scramble to try to find another one. And um, he turned it down and he said he didn't think that he could be accepted because he doesn't have a British accent. In his mind, you know, uh, James Bond, he's, he's not James Bond. So, yeah. How about the character Gar? In the movie Mask. Now, Mask, not the Jim Carrey mask. I'm talking about the the one. With Cher? With Cher. So, mm-hmm. Gar is Sam Elliott's character. Um, I'm going to say yes. No. God he was not it, offered Terry. that. I know. <laughs> that was a good one, though, wasn't it? Right. Yes. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good no, one. No, he was not. At the, and, and that's another one. Boy, that was phew, Sam Elliott. Yeah. Right. Man. <laughs> Um, how about Edward Lewis in Pretty Woman? No, which is Richard Gere's character. No, yep, no, uh huh, no, he sure was. <laughs> he turned it down. Good, and then you think about it, sad. no one could have been. No, I can't nope. even imagine because they made about that for Richard Gere. That, that there, nobody else could have played that part. No, correct, you really couldn't have. Um, how about Phil, Phil Beto? In every which way but loose, and that's the movie. Um, Clint Eastwood ended up playing that character. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could see him being offered that. No, God damn it, Terry, I quit. I know. I'm good. <laughs> no, 
shit. All right. How about Rocky Balboa and Rocky? And no. Rocky. No, 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 no. He was. No, he wasn't. He sure was. So <laughs> I don't know if you know, but Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. He he wrote it and he was he was, you know, shopping around Hollywood with the script and they liked the script, but they didn't want Sylvester Stallone involved in it because I'm sure. I mean, we know, you know, maybe they thought he wasn't. I don't know that he doesn't know how to speak well. Yeah. And that he's not charismatic (laughs) enough or whatever. Yeah. Um, They tried to cast Ryan O'Neal and James Caan. Oh my. And Burt Reynolds. Now, can I don't know that Ryan O'Neill, James Conn, or Burt Reynolds would have looked the part. Well, I mean, maybe they would have buffed up for it. I mean, they would have had to really buffed up for it. But so, no. Yeah. But so, I mean, eventually, eventually, Stallone said, okay, if you're not going to cast me as as Rocky, then you can't have the script. So then he ended yeah. up doing it. And I think Sylvester Stallone knew what he was talking about. I think so, too. All right. How about John McClane from Die Hard, which is Bruce Yeah, Williams. I know. Yeah. Um, yes. You got that one right. He did. I finally got one right. But that's kind of hard, though, because I'm thinking time, wait, time frame two. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so Reynolds was one of the many A-listers who turned out, turned down that role, role before um, uh the the cast um before they decided to just do this unknown tv actor bruce willis mm. um but of course he ended up yeah you know, he did obviously it was the right thing he was probably um, on moonlighting about that time right uh-huh yep yeah and i think that um what what they say is you know bruce willis even though he is an action star he didn't look like it he didn't fit the what an action star was back then, you know, Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, those were the, you know what I mean? They had to look like the rock to be an action star. And he was, he looked like a cop. Right. Just a, you know, or a, or a, or a husband. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. He did. He didn't really fit the part, but obviously that ended up being very, very good for him. True. How about Charles Ingalls, Little House on the Prairie? Absolutely not. And if you tell me different, I'm hanging up on you. No, he was not offered. Okay. I don't even know if the time frame. I'm trying to think of the time frame. Probably. No. Well, wasn't that in the like 1800s? <laughs> yes, he it was set in the 1800s. <laughs> um, so we all know that Michael Landon. Uh, of How about Michael Corleone from The Godfather, which was Al Pacino's character? Uh, shit. Probably yes. Yeah, it was. Wow. I know. Oh wow, wow. He turned it down. Um and there's a rumor that so let me I'm just gonna read this part. When Francis okay. Ford Coppola was trying to adapt to get his adaptation of the um the book The Godfather off the ground, he offered the leading role of Michael Corleone, mm-hmm. the wayward son of mob boss, um of a mob boss who gradually drawn you know, I'm not going to read this whole thing. So anyway, okay. the anyway, Francis Ford Coppola wanted uh, Burt Reynolds to play that part. Burt mm. Reynolds turned it down. Um, there is a rumor that Marlon Brando threatened to quit the movie if Reynolds was cast. Oh, really? Well. Yeah. Of course, the role ended up being yeah. played by Al Pacino. And obviously, we know what happened after uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. And again, that's another one that you're thinking. 
no way. Right. Um, how about the character Hayden Fox from the show Coach? Do you remember sure. that show? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> You're I thought a it good was a good one, one because Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, I think he could have yeah. played that part. Yeah. He could have played that part, but I do love Craig T. Nelson as coach. Yeah. Um, how about Guy Woodhouse from um Rosemary's Baby? And uh he was the husband in Rosemary's Baby. Sure. Yes. Okay. It was. Um I think it was the villain part. Yeah. I think it was the bad husband. He did I think he wasn't interested in it. Yeah, he's not feeling the, the bad mm -hmm. husband part. Right. Yeah. How about the character Randall McMurphy from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? And that is Jack, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson's um Um Sure. Yeah. Yes, he did. Really? Yeah. Um let's see. Oh, so what was interesting about this um, was that uh, Michael Douglas um, snapped up the rights, is what it says, to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest mm -hmm. as a starring vehicle for his father, Kirk Douglas. Mm -hmm. um, but by the time they got the film into production, Kirk Douglas had he aged out of it. He was too yeah. old to play that part. Um, so Reynolds was one of the actors who turned down the part before Jack Nicholson was cast. Obviously, we all know that uh, that was his role. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Um, so there's a character called Travis Bickle. Mm -hmm. Have you, do you know who that is? No. Okay. The movie is Taxi Driver. Okay. And um, De Niro is who ends up playing. It's one of De Niro's like biggest. Gotcha. Like, now, biggest yep. Things. Okay. It's yeah. ringing a bell now. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've uh, ever seen it, but it's it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> no, but I'm going to say that he probably turned down that role. He did. Uh -huh. uh, Martin Scorsese um, did it. I don't know that I don't know that Burt Reynolds could have played this part. Um, he's like a vigilante hero kind of thing. He's a disturbed loner. He's dangerous. It's I bet he could have done that. You know, it's a very. I think you need to see it. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly how much I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Um. La, la, la. The last one is how about a character called Jack Horner in the movie Boogie Nights? I thought he played that guy. Oh, he played the other guy. No, he played Jack Horner in Boogie Nights. So this is a trick question. It's a yeah. Trick You're tricking me. He did not want to play this part. He turned it down seven, uh, seven times. He refused. And then he finally, finally relented. did it. And I'm glad he did. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm glad he did. Well, yeah. But so that's, that's, that's what we well, have. Look at about. you, Burt Reynolds, being able to pick and choose your roles and just turn down Star I Wars. Know. And... But you know what? I'm glad he, I think he picked all the right ones and. Or maybe there's probably some of them he didn't. He shouldn't. In, pick, a, in an alternate universe, Burt Reynolds is McLean. Yes. In the You're Christmas right. movie, the Christmas Die movie, Hard. Die Hard. Wow. I can't imagine him. I just, I, I like. 
No, for that, but probably out of all those movies, that mm -hmm. that's the one that makes the most sense. McLean. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Han Solo, to me, just seeing Burt Reynolds stand next to Chewbacca <laughs> in that outfit and yeah. be looking at him talking all, you know. I don't know, you know? though. That is actually one role I could see Burt Reynolds well, on because that, he's funny. He is funny, but what makes me and he's handsome. Yeah. What makes me think um it's picturing Burt Reynolds in that role next to Chewbacca makes me think it'd be like a Saturday Night Live skit. Uh, okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they just because I just want to see, you know, James Bond would have never worked. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I Rocky mm -hmm. wouldn't have worked. No. Pretty woman wouldn't have worked. No. Um no. Definitely not the Godfather. No, the Rosemary's Baby, maybe. Eh, I, don't I, I don't really yeah. remember that too much. Yeah. Um. I'll have to. I haven't seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, I just so saw it not long. too long ago. Oh, really? Yeah. In so so long, um, that I don't know. Yeah. That I can even. <laughs> I'm. I'm not a huge Jack Nicholson fan. Which I know is an unpopular opinion. Most people think he's amazing, but uh, -huh. uh I would have liked to see Burt Reynolds try. Mm -hmm. That would I'd be like, cool. I'd and like and to they see that. And that's one of the things that they say it would have been interesting to see. Um, that and Taxi Driver, they said, but I can't <laughs> I can't see. And you know what? Because I see Smokey and the Bandit. Right. I see him with his you know, doing yeah. a little wink. You know? <laughs> yeah. Him and Dolly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that was one thing that um, him and Dolly didn't really have like a. Uh, uh, it, it's not known if they really had like a, a any kind of like off screen romance type stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but she has only glowing things to say about yeah. about him and about his um, that they were a lot of like a good old boy and a go good old girl type thing. That they yeah, were I don't think Dolly could. She wouldn't, I mean, she wouldn't say shit if she had a mouthful. I mean, she would never I right say anything bad about anyone, I don't right. think. So, right. yeah. 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 But so they did have good chemistry together. They, they have such good together. chemistry together. Mm -hmm. That was really cute. Um, yeah. But they were really good friends up until the end of his end of his life. They kept in contact. Very Sally nice. Field didn't, though. Like him and Sally didn't. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to cut the cord. Cut the cord. Yeah. Move but... along. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That was a lot longer than I thought I it was going to be. I <laughs> loved it. I loved it. I love hearing so, about Burt Reynolds. Um, I didn't know that stuff. Yeah. So I want to, you know, I'm that kind of theme works well for me. Yeah. Because for sure. It's so, it's just, it's a, it, you can put it in a nice little box where yes. you talk some of, some of the other topics, you know, my brain just squirrels too much. <laughs> You know, but uh, I thought you did amazing. I think well, you did thank great. You. That was very fun. Thank you, Miss Terry. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, thank you. And okay, obviously, um, you, you, people need to see Boogie Nights. Okay, got Please it. Please see the best little whorehouse in Texas. Oh yeah, absolutely. Please yeah. watch Jim <laughs> Neighbors react to the ladies talking to him and stuff. It's so genuine. He's such a and, you know, Dom Dell loses in that movie, too. Is he? Yes. Mystery Alaska. Okay. Not so much for Burt Reynolds, even though it's good, but uh, just because it's a really good movie. It's cute. Okay. Okay. We have our homework now. Have your homework. <laughs> All right.
and I'll ask yeah. you next time. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you will. All right. <laughs> All Thanks. right. Now can I buy? You can buy. Okay. Bye. Bye.